Conscious Collaboration brings together entrepreneurs, changemakers, and thought leaders. We aim to highlight the people that embody the idea of aligned mind, body, and business. Each week, we share, discuss, and learn from the various experiences and ideas of our guest experts. Through our discovery, we find a path to an aligned mind, body, and business. Hi, I'm Lisa. Hi, Lisa. <laughs> I, I'm Emily, allegedly. <laughs> and this is the Conscious Collaboration Podcast. What up, Lisa? What up, collaborators? Wait, I just want to say, Emily, congratulations on our 2,000 downloads that Woo! we've received. And we're in 25 different countries as far as listeners so yay uh you get like a sticker like a we did we, we got some banners yep yeah we got some banners we can we can post that in social media when we get our act together <laughs> i'm here for it let's do it yeah, <laughs> yeah good stuff all right well um i'm going coach emily mode today we're gonna do a bit of a health and fitness oriented uh topic today um And of course, this can serve, you know, hopefully all of our entrepreneurial uh, listeners, uh, all of our career-oriented listeners, everybody, Um, because even though this isn't necessarily directly related to business and entrepreneurship, it actually is because as we know, our bodies, mind-body business, our bodies, our vessels um, feeling good, uh, being in a healthy composition and hormonal place and energetic place is actually vital to the, uh, you know, long-term success of our businesses. Um, so to that point too, I mean, it even getting our, our bodies and our systems in order and aligned helps us to get into the right energy to to connect and attract. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The the better people to work with, uh, you know, networking. Absolutely. Even if we're not feeling good, like body image wise, even if we're, if we're not feeling good in our own skin, uh, for however that resonates with you, that that's going to absolutely affect your um, business dealings. You know what I I mean? mean? And it's actually mental too. Like it's a piece of your self-worth. It's a piece of your self-esteem. So when your self-worth is not intact, that's any of your relationships, business or personal, are are affected. You you tend to, you know, allow things that that you wouldn't allow if your self-worth was fully intact. And and uh, you know, it it definitely plays downstream in all kinds of ways. So um, but, you know, and, and just for the solid fact that, you know, statistically, most Americans are overweight to some extent yeah. these days. I mean, this, this can really, it's just, it's important. It's important to talk about, uh, it's important, um, especially as entrepreneurs, as parents, right. Um, to, to stay on top of, to understand, and to feel like we have a handle on in our life. And again, we have really, on everything. Yeah. Like what, what you're saying too, how does that impact the people around us, our children, or even our, our parents as they're aging? Like how mm-hmm. are, how are we making this our lifestyle? 
mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. just a, a luxury. Yeah. Right, right, right. And that a lot of that is mindset shifts. But um, the the topic uh, within that that we're going to kind of hone in on today has to do with uh, fat loss. Um, you know, body composition goals um, that m- you, most of us have to some degree, whether it for aesthetic purposes or for health purposes or for both. Um, you know, most people have some sort of fat loss goal in mind. So what we are going to talk about today uh, are the top three mistakes that in my experience, I see most people making that are hindering those fat loss goals, those body recomposition goals, those fitness goals. Um, these are these are kind of the top three things, the lowest hanging fruit, if you will. Uh, and if you address these things, you will start to find, you know, your different biofeedback markers and your health markers start to turn around uh, in, in all kinds of ways. So, um, and just to like, just to interject here for anyone who's new, Emily has a nurse background. So yeah, yeah I'm a nurse. I'm a personal trainer. I'm a nutrition coach. Um, I've got a couple other certifications. No, she knows what belt. she's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've, I've, I've been a health guide, if you will, in some capacity, um, for a pretty long time since, since 2011 is when I got my nurse. You're not getting your information from Instagram or. (laughs) No, no. I mean, and there, don't get me wrong. There is, there is, uh, there do be some gold in them hills, good information on Instagram. Um, but, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta be able to sort the wheat from the chaff and kind of sift through the bullshit. Cause there's a lot of bullshit on Instagram too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, have too, I have to, I have to, yeah, no, I have too. And, and that's, uh, all the more reason why I want to kind of talk about these things. Cause I've been there, I've been there. And, uh, I think having experienced it, you, you know, um, is a, is a good thing for a coach to. <laughs> have done because they really literally can can relate in every sense. Um, so top three mistakes I see people making uh, in their efforts to uh, start their fat loss journey, uh, their their fitness, their body composition uh, goals. Um, so the first problem, and I'm gonna explain this in a you know less sciencey way, but basically, that we are trying and that we're starting uh, these fat loss missions from a place uh, of metabolic adaptation. Now, your body basically is just one giant adaptation machine. Uh, That's not a bad thing, right? That's just how we are primarily designed to try to survive. Uh, yeah. by adapting in different ways to the to the input to the stimuli to the environment you know that we are most common every time in. you say adaptation i think of that movie that was filmed um ad- adaptation was filmed in florida did you know that i <laughs> don't know what movie that is and <laughs> so adaptation was i believe i mean it's a convoluted concept but there were i believe there were orchids in it and it was kind of orchids like, yeah it was okay Kind of deep, but making the making the connection between people and orchids. In it's not like a Will Ferrell movie. 
It's not Will Ferrell. No, it's kind of. It's I can't heady. quote it. It's heady. It might. You might be too young Dang. for it. So okay, carry Ooh, on. That'd be cool. Yeah. All right. So basically, you know, maybe maybe this sounds familiar to people. Generally, uh, you know, when we get to this place where we're like, okay, I am going to start this process. I'm going to lose this fat. Generally, when we get to that place, we've actually already <laughs> done this or attempted this many times, often for many years, right? Uh, maybe on and off, you get kind of the yo-yo effect. You, you know, have tried different diets, different trends, different workouts. Uh, it, you know, you're, you've tried, you've heard maybe, okay, all you got to do is move more, eat less. So you restrict, you do a ton of cardio, um, you know, whatever the case may be and however that evolves over the years. And maybe you have some, some relative success in some of that time, right? Like maybe you, you drop some weight, uh, maybe you gain it back. Maybe you drop some weight. Maybe you're not really still I mean, and satisfied. The, the, wait, the move more, eat less concept. I, I think like, isn't that something that you, you know more about this scientifically than I do, that some of these things may work better at different stages of life. So, yeah, well, and it's you know, just it's move more, more, eat less is it's not that simple. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not that simple. Like Where that comes from kids. is that to lose fat, we have to create an energy deficit or a calorie deficit wherein, mm -hmm. it, you know, to lose fat. Yes, you have to burn more calories than you eat. But there's many ways to skin a cat. And so you know, the, the most effective way to achieve that is actually not just simply to eat less and move more. And when people try to apply it in that way, um, that's when the metabolic adaptation comes in. And so, you know, say we're restricting, 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 well, your body starts to say, okay, um, Obviously, you know, she's she's only giving me X amount of calories to to live and function on. Uh, and I would like more than that. So the the you know or I don't want to die. I'm not getting right. I don't want to die and I'm not getting more than that. So, you know, it's gonna start changing and shifting and moving things uh in a way to preserve your survival. Um you know, while you're, while you're doing that. Uh, and then the same thing with, with cardio, with movement and kind of getting into the cycle of trying to like burn the calories you eat, uh, with movement, your body adapts pretty quickly to this, you know, extra movement. Um, it starts to pare down on muscle tissue, uh, because it's, it's calorically or energetically a very expensive tissue to keep. Uh, so it says, okay, well, I better, you know, we don't need this. We're not necessarily doing, you know, uh, any, any, we're not giving a signal that it needs to hang on to this muscle. So it's using the muscle, it's using the expensive tissue and, you know, it's holding on to any body fat that it may still have because it doesn't know when, you know, when the next time it's going to be fed adequately is basically. Um, 
So, and it, you know, we're basically putting our body in this state to where when we try to restrict more and add more movement, we just adapt more. And so we could be sitting in a place of being, you know, still overweight or sometimes a lot overweight or still sitting at a body fat percentage. Okay. Maybe you've heard the term skinny fat, right? Where mm -hmm. the body itself might not be large or weigh a lot, you know, in absolute terms, but that the percentage, percentage of yeah. body fat to lean tissue is, is definitely, you know, not ideal. Um, so when we try to, and, and, you know, there's, there's other different effects that happen, especially because if we tend to go really, really restrictive, then the pendulum will swing, you know, in the other direction and maybe we get bingy. So we end up in this yo-yo kind of habit. Um, and it, most people have tried or experienced and been through this cycle in some flavor, right? Um, well, if so, you lived through the so, 90s, the, the 80s and the 90s, I yeah. think, were, were yeah. a big time of like that. I mean, just look you know. at every, just look at every trendy, you know, diet that has come through since the 80s and 90s, you know, 90s, I think was big on like low fat and, um, you know, and we get into low carb and keto and paleo and, and, mm -hmm. you know, I've, I've cycled through vegan, you know, vegan for, for fat loss kind of intention. And I've cycled through many, many of these, <laughs> these mm -hmm. trends myself and like felt, you know, and it's, it's, it's not that they're inherently bad, any of them, any, any diet that, you know, you, you enjoy and can stick to that, that creates a calorie deficit for you can technically work for you, but we just get into these cycles of, you know, a lot of restriction and the yo-yo the cycles. Um, and, uh, and so when we go to our next time of trying to lose fat, it's like, it feels impossible. You're just kind of constantly plateauing maybe, mm -hmm. or maybe you drop a bunch at first and then you just kind of level off forever. Um, or indefinitely I should say. And, uh, you know, it can be really frustrating and to feel like you're working so hard and to feel like you're not hard. moving the needle. And there's even like effects where you can go into these restrictive phases, your body um, creates more fat cells. So then when you start, you know, eating the, the way that you were before, you actually gain back more fat than, than what you were dealing with before. Um, and, you know, dieting is, is stressful on the body. Dieting is a, is a stressor, a distressor. So your body is going to start, you know, creating all sorts of other adaptations due to that stress. And it's just going to be unwilling to lose that fat uh, because survival, <laughs> right. because I want to be alive instead. Um, so uh, that's, you know, that's one of the biggest mistakes rather than, you know, intentionally, um, evaluating, you know, where, where you really are in, in that spectrum and 
allowing your body to restore its metabolic function uh, and prime prime the body to be able to lose fat. That's mm-hmm. generally going to be the first, you know, the first step in any effective, sustainable fat loss. So that's the first mistake is beginning from a place uh, where your body is just not going to be willing to, to lose fat for you. Um, the second mistake uh, is not getting enough protein. This is especially true in women. Uh, but I would say if, if you are a person and you are not intentionally trying to get enough protein and you don't really know what a good protein target for you is, you're probably not getting enough protein and it's very likely that you're not getting nearly enough protein, nearly enough protein. And when we talk about low hanging fruit, protein, get hitting your protein target, getting adequate protein is, is one of the simplest steps you can take to begin to change your entire body composition and the way you feel. And it, you know, often leads to better habits, better choices just by making that one change and, and, and not, you know, really even trying to do anything else. Um, so, you know, a couple of reasons why that is like, why that would be a problem if we're, if we're not getting enough protein, number one, um, protein is the most satiating macronutrient, right? Out of when we're talking about macronutrients, we're talking about protein, carbohydrates, and fats. These are our, um, three nutrients that make up the vast majority of our calories or in energy intake, almost said injury intake, mm-hmm. not a thing. Um, so Protein is the most satiating of the macronutrients, meaning you're going to feel more satisfied when you eat enough protein. Uh, therefore, you are way less likely to overeat on, on the other things when you're hitting those protein targets and when you're prioritizing hitting those protein targets, you know, before you have the other things. Um the, another reason why protein is so important and so effective for fat loss is that uh, something they call the thermic effect of food. So basically, it costs the most energy to digest uh, protein out of all the macronutrients. So you're 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 burning more already just by consuming adequate amounts of protein, and additionally. Of course, it is the building block not only for muscle, but for all the tissues in your body. So if you have, you know, part of part of the metabolic restoration aspect of the last mistake we were talking about is like um, recovering from pain uh, issues that you're having. Your body doesn't want to lose fat if it's if it's, you know, in in major pain. Uh, and so protein is super important for, um, you know, soft tissue involvement in, or any tissue involvement in, in, in pain relief. Um, basically, you know, having a structurally sound body is a request that we 
can't make without adequate protein. It would be like asking, you know, your architects and, and, and contractors to build a house without materials. It is the material. So, uh, it's definitely, um, you know, something that we need to focus on in terms of, um, just the most simple and fundamental shifts we can make in order to get that fat loss uh, and recovery process going. At the Conscious Collaboration Podcast, we are proud affiliates of Atapa medical grade red light therapy devices. Red light therapy boasts a long list of clinically proven benefits, many that I and many of my clients have experienced firsthand. You can be sure that you'll be able to train harder, recover faster, and sleep better with Atapa red light therapy. Visit myatapa.com, M-Y-A-T-A-P-A.com, or use the link in our Instagram bio to shop with the code collab15 that's c o l l a b 15 for a discount on your device um so the third mistake uh that people commonly make uh when trying to start a fat loss journey is not getting enough sleep slash proper recovery uh, and this is something we talked about, I think, in the last couple episodes when we did the card polls and you were recovering um, from being sick and whatnot. And, and we were chatting about this a little bit before we started recording, you know, um, as far as especially how challenging that can be in life situations like being a new parent uh, and and being just being an entrepreneur, especially a new entrepreneur in general. And it's like, yes, like these things are incredibly hard, incredibly hard to get adequate sleep, right? When you're, when you've got a newborn, when you've got a newborn business, uh, and you're still kind of in that place where you think you have to be everybody to everybody and where you don't have the schedule boundaries and, and these things we've, we've talked all about them before, but if we never even, and I know I was guilty of this until really kind of the last couple of years, but you, because you have that challenge, you have that big thing. Well, I'm, I'm a business owner. There's nobody to help me. You know, there's nobody to help me. I have to do it this way. We just sort of write it off. We don't even look at it as something that we need to improve. We just sort of say, well, I can't. And so we don't, we don't ever address, you know, that sleep and recovery aspect of things. And, you know, we still might try all these, all these trendy diets and, and, and workouts and et cetera, et cetera. And I'm telling you, none of it, none of it is going to work. None of it is going to work if that sleep quality and quantity is not at least addressed to the greatest degree of possibility, you know, for your life. 
and it can even be, it doesn't, it can't be, we can't do the whole kitchen sink overnight in, in any of these things. Right. So like when you're talking about improving your sleep quality, it, it begins like everything else with tiny manageable habits layered over time. For example, um, one client that I just started with, um, you know, we identified uh, a habit shift in in her goal to, you know, get to sleep every night by a certain time. Uh, that okay, so what can we do right now? All right, we're going to pick a certain time, 11 p.m. Right, an hour before her uh, intended uh, bedtime. We're going to shut off all devices, right? Device off time an hour before bed. And she's going to insert uh, a habit of like a sleepy time tea and uh, either reading or meditation or journaling. So some sort of, you know, parasympathetic rest and digest activity um, in between her end of evening stuff and her bedtime. Um, and you know, just by checking that off every day, you know, we'll, we'll rack up some wins there and get to a place where even though, okay, maybe it doesn't take her to getting the perfect eight hours, you know, right away, we're definitely moving the needle in the right direction. Mm -hmm. So to review, and then we'll see what the aging has to say about it. Top three mistakes I see people making uh, as far as getting their fat loss and their fitness journey started are going to be one, starting from a place where your metabolism is already adapted to, uh, you know, not enough food, um, overtraining perhaps, or just a yo-yo, you know, um, restrictive to overdoing it type of cycle. Number two being not getting enough protein. And number three, not addressing sleep, quality, and adequate recovery. Beautiful. I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's really good. I hate being reminded of of those like newborn, newborn days and the struggle of like oh my God. The sleep and the like it just is such like a survival. To get through. that reminds me. Oh my gosh, this was so funny. Sorry to cut you off, and this no, doesn't really have a ton to do with what we're even talking about. But uh, I was showing Olivia; she wanted to see her newborn pictures yesterday. I think it was yesterday, mm -hmm. and <laughs> we talked about this before. And I, I, I like I said, you know, newborns look like little raisin aliens to me. Like newborns is not the cute. They're not thing. very attractive to and anybody. Like, no, they're not. <laughs> Pulled up her picture, her newborn picture from the hospital, and she just goes, "Ew!" <laughs> you sent her up for so that, funny. or was that her? That was no, her. Oh no! <laughs> genuine reaction. I started cracking up. Uh, she was laughing too. It was it was it was funny. That's cute. I, said, I told you. <laughs> they're like so ugly. They're cute. Yeah, uh, like that's just not my favorite phase of life no. like I get it I, I like I'm a parent that's my role to do that but I think like 
as I do remember survival, I was a big fan of co-sleeping and co-slept for a long, long, long time um, to be able to maximize and get seven hours of sleep. And it worked. And I got myself so trained to like close my eyes, fall asleep, close my eyes, fall asleep. Mm -hmm. And I will like, I never take sleep for granted now. It's like so important Mm. to me. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but I know, I know there's, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are anti co-sleeping, but it saved my life. It was like, you know, the, the only, for my kids, because they were so attachy to get. I mean, and that's, that's the deal with all, all of these things, right? All, all the barriers and challenges that people face uh, when they're trying to achieve their health and fitness goals. Um it requires, or, you know, you can find a lot of success if you really span out and analyze the habits, analyze the behaviors, analyze the lifestyle and see what your individual little hacks or, you you know, tapping into your own psychology to, to figure out what because the most important thing in in any of this is consistency, right? Whether we actually right. do the thing or not. So the thing, whatever the thing is, the habit, the behavior is, it has to fit your lifestyle in such a way that you're going to do it. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be a change. You can expect to make changes if you expect to be able to do exactly the same shit that you're doing and achieve different results. Well, aren't you, you're clinically insane, right? (laughs) So that's not a thing, but you know, it's more of like a, um, replacing bad habits with good habits kind of thing or replacing, you know, habits that are feeding your, your barriers and your challenges with, with habits that help you overcome them. So while you were talking to, I was just thinking a lot of what you're describing is so very holistic. And a lot of the mistakes that we created as humans were trying to create, um, like fix me, like fast fixes. So. Oh yeah. 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 Instant gratification. We, we are a society of instant gratification and that's, that's a big part of the problem with mistake number one too, right. Is that is why one of the reasons why we end up on these these yo-yo cycles because of all the promises of lose 30 pounds in, you know, a month or whatever. And some people can actually achieve that. And sure, if I starve myself or I eliminate an entire macronutrient group, I can probably do that. I can probably Mm -hmm. lose, you know, 30 pounds in, in whatever short period of time. But that desire to have the biggest results, the fastest is actually making it take longer mm-hmm. in the long yeah. run because you're not going to sustain something that you achieved in in such a drastic way. The more drastic the the means to the result, yeah. the less able you are going to be to keep that result. So the shorter the the longer what seems to be the longer way, which is the correct way, the right mm-hmm. way, the effective way is actually the shorter way. Yeah. Because you're not going to have to start back from square one yeah, or even behind where you were in square one uh, if you, you know, take your time and and do it. Take your time and do it right. Yeah. Um, While you were talking, I did pull some cards and I'm going to do it again real quick, but it was, it was around the energy of easy progress and steady pace. Oh, look at that. 
I know. I'm the <laughs> you just you just described it anyway, but I'm gonna do it again um with the new intentions. But I kept thinking about like, remember that snack well business where everything was about no fat and they started making yep. like these weird concoctions that contain no fat, but they were like weird foods like the um, like the potato, the Pringles or like whatever the potato chip. Oh yeah. Like, like, like the substitute. Oh yeah. That was like making everybody shit. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. it caused some major issues. I, I'm sure. Um, and just during that time, like just what an eating disorder that was. For people yeah. Well, a lot, a lot of these, a lot of these methods can basically yeah. you know, lead to disordered eating and, um, you know, all kinds of things along the spectrum. So, um, yeah. not to mention that, you know, keeping that idea of sustainability in mind the entire time is what's going to allow you, you know, the freedom to, you know, go to your, go to your dinners out and go to your social outings and, mm -hmm you know, be a little free with it and relax with it without having to worry about yeah. whether this, you know, meal that yeah. you're enjoying with friends is going to just stick right to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Oh, that's the worst. I always feel so bad. You're, when you're, you're building, there. you're building your freedom. You're creating yeah. your, your freedom by, by doing it the right way. Mm -hmm. It's so sad to sit across the table from someone that's like staring at a menu because they're trying to like count all the calories and figure out the fat um, and they can't make a decision. You know, it's, it's been, um, you know, to your point of um, regaining some freedom and just creating a, a lifestyle mm -hmm. that's healthy. So you're not having to, mm -hmm. um, you know, live like that. Mm hmm. <clears throat> all right. So the or energy... just destroying all the efforts that you yeah. put in, you know, that that's another common like well, cycle, right? Is, yeah. is during the week, you're perfectly on point. You're mm -hmm. you're doing exactly what you're trying to do. And then the weekend hits and you know, you you negate basically all of your all of your hard work. I know, yeah. I know I was on that tip for some some years. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're talking about the energy around these tips that you gave us and what mm -hmm. else can we add um, so that we can leave this with some actionable um, or additional insight that we can yes. carry with us until next time. Bring it all together. Whoop. Um, so, okay. Well, the energy around it is gathering together as we're bringing it all together. Collabing. Collaborate. Collabing, 45. That's lake above and earth below. And then what can we leave with here? Oops. Just. Which reminds me, um, collaboration and community uh, with, with achieving health and fitness goals is always helpful, uh, especially if you don't particularly have, you know, necessarily the greatest support system around you. Um, so definitely. Um, I want to encourage people to join our Conscious Collaboration Collective group on Facebook. Uh, I'm going to be doing a lot of, um, you know, fitness and nutrition content and tips, uh, some trainings and stuff like that for people in there. In addition to, um, there is another Facebook group for uh, the studio 
uh, my yoga studio called Studio Fam. I'm going to spell that for you because uh, I spell studio like the Louisiana way. So that's S-T-U-D-I-E-A-U-X Fam, F-A-M. Um, that's another free private Facebook group you can join. And not only do I stream uh, a really great restorative yoga class um, every week that stays in there forever. So you've got a ton of free yoga. Uh, I'm really ramping up the um, the health and fitness and nutrition uh, content in there. I'm going to, again, ramp up some live training, some Q&As, and different types of things. So I definitely encourage people to join both of those groups. Um, get connected with a like-minded community, community with similar goals and challenges and struggles. And uh, we will, we will hash it out further in there. I mean, so basically that's what this I Ching reading is about. It's an invitation to join the collective and, and the importance <laughs> yeah. of gathering together with a shared intention. Yeah. Um, so you know, if this is resonating with you or you have lots of questions or, and we can always share this information again inside of the group. Um, but the, the power of gathering together with like-minded people is really important. Um, and then shifting into overview. So, um, being able to have that, you know, from the heaven down on what's really going on here. So, um, when there are many people uniting behind a single single goal or a strong vision, um, it's to empower or multiply what that intention is. And um, expressing your true feelings may help bring others to their senses, resulting in good fortune. Um, so really, you know, being honest and, and authentic about what your um, struggles are, what your experience is, how, what got you to where you are today so that you can find your people to support you. Um, it's extremely useful. And overview too, like giving yourself a time to look at really your your journey and like what got you here today, examining yourself and your situation, um, discovering really the truth. And I think this speaks a lot too to taking personal accountability um, and mm -hmm. focusing on your personal power. It's mm -hmm. the time to see and be seen. Mm -hmm. Yes. I yeah. love that personal personal power and personal responsibility uh, is is a big deal in this in this endeavor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. so really cool. So I hope we see some new people inside of the yeah. collective, and we can continue the conversation there forever yeah. and ever. <laughs> since that's it's, what you're all build an army of of extremely healthy entrepreneurs. Yeah, it's 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 hard to you know, keep all the plates spinning. But when you have more people with the intention of we have to keep your mindset good, you have to keep your, your, your body where it needs to be. Um, you're going to be more empowered. So yeah, so Absolutely. show up, make that commitment in front of us, and we'll hold you accountable. And if Absolutely. you're close enough, we can track you down. <laughs> yes. All right. You can track well, us down on the internet. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Find us on the internet. We're there often. <laughs> we are. And um, yeah, but it's been fun. Thanks, Emily. That's good information. I think those are right. three, um, you know, easy, not easy, but three. Um, you simple. Know, yeah. Simple. Simple mm -hmm. to to envision and, and to help push, push that needle forward for those simple. people that are feeling. And if you have any. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. If you have any questions about it, uh, hit me up in the in the collective group. Let's All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, thanks. I'll talk to you in five. Talk to you in five. Bye, Bye guys. Thank you all so much for listening to our podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends so they can join our circle of collaboration on this journey. You can find us on Instagram at Conscious Collaboration Podcast, on Spotify, iTunes, and Audible, to name a few. Please join us next time for another deep dive into how you can live life in more alignment mind, body, and business. Send us your questions and comments in our DMs or email us at consciouscollaborationpodcast at gmail.com. See you in five minutes.